0: I'm joined this week by John Hillis. He's the vice president of the Central Division of the Environmental Design Incorporated. That's in Austin, Dallas area. And John, we want to talk to you today all about moving trees. Uh, tell
1: me a little bit about what environmental design does. Yeah, thanks for having me. And uh, we're, we're sort of an interesting company, I think, in a, in a niche that's not well known in the green industry. Uh certainly, you know, tree transplanting has taken place for, for centuries, but, uh, our kind of specialization is in really large tree transplanting, uh, and and large tree supply and that sort of thing. We, we also delve into other, other parts of the industry, but, uh, it's an interesting group that, you know, we relocate trees that are a hundred years old on a monthly basis, uh, you know trees that are that are really heavy lifts that's that's kind of a, uh, and i've kind of you know seen that it's really the education throughout the industry and of the public uh, i get the question it seems uh although i've been with environmental design for for 24 years every week or or every month i get the question you know i didn't know you could relocate a tree successfully that's that large uh and so you know, after hundreds and hundreds of trees, literally thousands probably that, that, uh, are successfully moved and I can go back and drive by them today, you know, after 20 years later, and they're doing better than they were when we moved them. Uh, you know, the efficacy is really there. Uh, it's a, it's a big daunting process for most people when they see it, but we've kind of gotten it down to a science, you know, and an art, uh, and, with our company and, and we've been able to do it successfully for a really long time now. Yeah.
0: That was my first question. Like how big can a tree be? So that's been answered. I mean, a hundred year old tree. Talk about a couple of the reasons that people would have to move a big tree like that.
1: So there's, there are, there are mandates, uh, in a few cities that, that, uh, you know, Austin in particular has a code, you know, that's written. So it's an ordinance that is enforced for trees of a certain size. Uh, Here in Austin, uh, a tree named a heritage size tree is 24 caliper inches or larger. Uh, And so those trees are protected. Uh, And in most cases, you know, with say developments and that sort of thing, um, you know, developers and landowners are, if they have construction planned, it's mandated. They either design around those trees or they relocate them. Uh, and generally with trees that size, you know, the relocation takes place on site, uh, as opposed to trying to go down the road with a hundred year old tree. Uh, however, we have relocated some trees down the road on several occasions. Um, uh, so that's one, one reason that someone would relocate a tree. Most of the time it's due to construction. Um, We do golf course uh, uh, work for new construction and that sort of thing. And then many times, you know, trees just uh, developers want a large feature tree and sort of a focal area. Maybe it's a restaurant with a a deck area or something like that. Um, But preservation of the large tree canopy, I think in in every city should be a priority, to be honest. But uh, that's that's not always the case. But uh, that is one reason for sure that uh, trees get relocated.
0: How did the company start with this? It's, it's just a, a very you know specific thing to,
1: to do, but obviously it's needed. It is. It started uh, well over 40 years ago. Tom Cox is our founder, and it started out where uh, it was more of a, a landscape-type company. Uh, and we ended up purchasing a patent for the world's largest spade uh, from a gentleman. Uh, and it's and it's a 14-foot diameter hydraulic tree spade. So much different than what you might see, you know, a truck-mounted spade. Uh, this thing arrives uh, on site on three eighteen 18-wheelers, and you have to put it together and assemble it using small cranes or large forklifts. Uh, but it's a very efficient uh, means of relocating trees up to say 18 inch caliper. So, you know, 40, 45 foot tall trees with 30 foot spread. Um, we got into it sort of through that avenue originally. And then uh, over time, uh, you know, there's trees that are much larger than that that need to be relocated as well. Um, the company started using different methods uh, and we've patented a method here recently as well. It's called Arbor Lift whereby we, we roll trees on uh, cylindrical airbags. And so we don't use a crane to hoist them. Um, and so over time, we just saw that need. Uh, you know, our, our owner kept growing the company and we saw a greater need for this, you know, that type of uh, service. And it continued to grow uh, over time and, and until, you know, the point where we're You know, every division moves or supplies, you know, large trees every, every month.
0: What would be the smallest tree that you would move or how does that, how is how do you decide
1: what, if it's, you're the right, it's the right job for you? I'll toot our horn here a little bit. We feel like we're the best in the world at what we do. So, uh, you know, we go from moving uh, uh, just a little over a week ago, a million, a, a tree that is over a million pounds in Florida in Fort Lauderdale, it was, uh, uh, an African rain tree actually, uh, for a developer of a high rise, uh, development to, uh, seeing the need for other services within this, you know, green industry. We also will move trees that are, you know, two to four inches in caliper. Uh, so some of the other services we've kind of gotten into over time are custom growing, uh, we'll do tree farming for master plan communities and developers that have larger pieces of land and want to utilize, you know, their land and resources and grow trees out over time and actually save them, you know, very significant uh, amounts of money on using their own trees and resources to grow them and then planting them at a larger size. Uh, So at that larger size, when you have time uh, and can, do some custom grow operations. Uh, There's some real significant cost savings in doing that. Uh, As we've seen with the freezes in the last couple of years, especially in Texas and the South, uh, and then construction demands continually shrink the supply of trees and different species where it's getting harder and harder to locate, procure, you know, the species you want. We have, uh, you know, increasingly gotten calls from developers and landscape architects to customize the offerings of species and trees and start with smaller trees on long range projects that may not be planted for two or three years. We can double the size of the trees and install them at approximately half the cost um, of what it would cost to procure them at the time of planting. Plus those, those people are able to get The trees they want initially, you know, right off the bat and they control their own destiny.
0: How about homeowners? Are you working like just for like a regular homeowner that might have this amazing tree, doesn't know that it could be moved? They're they're sweating it. They're like, this is, you know, this tree means everything to me. And then they realize, well, haven't you heard about your company? And then they're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. I,
1: I can move the tree you get some of that we absolutely get that uh every day we get a call like that for sure uh which is a neat thing and and we're able to help somebody out you know even if it is a a small tree i got a call for uh to move a couple of memorial trees you know you don't you don't think about that you know these were dedicated plantings and you know time passes and somebody you know decides they want to build a swimming pool well that tree's right in the way in their backyard. And, and so we can help those folks out too.
0: Talk a little bit about the process. Is it different for every size tree?
1: It's a little bit different, uh, uh, for different species. Uh, most of the concepts are the same and then it's slightly different as you move geographically, maybe from say, uh, Florida where, you know, the root ball sizes are not necessary, uh, that are, you know, You don't have to create as large a root ball for a tree down in the South in some areas of the Southeast, as you would say in the North or the Midwest. Um, But the process we use is, is generally speaking, we try to adhere to a ratio of trunk caliper inches or trunk diameter inches to root ball diameter inches. And it, it varies, but you know, for instance, a one to 10 ratio. If you have a four inch caliper tree, you might have a 40 inch diameter root ball. And, you know, it depends on seasonality, uh, condition of the tree and that sort of thing. Um, but there's different methods, obviously to relocate the trees that we utilize as well, depending on size species and that sort of thing. Um, how about
0: timing? As you said, uh, the season, is there – I mean, sometimes a tree has to be moved, right? I mean, something's happening, and the season doesn't matter. It, it's either it's either the tree's moved or it's going to be cut down. But right. right. Talk a little bit about when when the best time is for
1: you to, to do this job, and I'm sure it depends on what part of the country we're in. Right. It depends on what part of the country you're in. And, and like, as you said, we can't control – construction schedules all the time right you can't fit those with the season there's an optimal time obviously in most cases to move trees and in the south and the midwest it's usually you know the optimal time is say october through february however uh you know we use different measure measures like uh root pruning in advance know, to heal, to harden off roots. So we'll cut those roots, some of the surface roots early on, take care of the tree, mulch it, do some health improvement tasks like fertilization, you know, some insect treatments, supplemental watering. And then when we can come back and and actually fully excavate the tree uh, and move it to its new home. But we we relocate trees, right? I don't shut down my business in August here uh, just because it's hot but we will take uh, some more extreme measures to mitigate for that seasonality that we're missing out on. So we may create a larger root ball. We may take some different precautions before we relocate the tree. Um, and then aftercare is probably as important, if not more important than than some of the processes that go into it, you know, if you do it right.
0: So let's talk a little bit about aftercare. I want to hear about that. What sure. are you doing when you move a, a huge tree
1: to, to make it happy once it's in its new spot. So we like to, you know, we give the the tree a really good start to begin with and we oversize the root balls. So we have a, a, generally what we'll do is we suggest an automated watering system, either drip tubing, um, you know, that's evenly spaced across the entire root zone area. Plus, even beyond the root zone area, to encourage those roots that you've cut to move the tree to grow out into that, you know, native soil or your amended backfill soil that you put around that tree. Uh, So you want, you want consistent moisture, not too wet, which causes fungal issues, uh, you know, and and obviously not too dry, which causes desiccation and death of the roots. Uh, So there's a, there's a balance in there. Uh, but it's mostly about managing moisture. If I would say the most important thing is is the moisture management.
0: Does it have to be like cabled up there so it doesn't fall over, or or can it when it, can, when it goes into the planting hole, it's, it's ready to go? It can stand on its
1: own. S- smaller trees generally might need some staking or some guying. Uh, our larger trees that we move, say you know her- heritage size trees, twenty four, thirty four, forty inch trees. They generally don't need any support, you know, unless we see some some deficiency in the root ball. Uh, they're standalone. Um, the other main thing about aftercare, though, is also drainage <laughs> so that you're making sure you're not planting a tree in a, in a bathtub, you know, in a solid rock area or you have some way to relieve uh, that water.
0: And it must be quite a show. I, I can just imagine everybody from the area coming out to watch this?
1: We do get an audience. Uh, <laughs> many times we have to beat them back and get them away from the, the danger zone, uh, <laughs> but it is a fun process and it's something that I've had passion for for years. And it just, uh, you know, you can be driving by and, you know, I can, people tell me, I see this tree slowly moving while I'm driving by and it looks like the forest is moving and, and uh, you know, it creates some rubbernecking on the road sometimes. Uh, and it is it is quite a sight and not something that you would see uh, every day. Some people don't see it in a lifetime, but it's uh, something we enjoy. Yeah,
0: it really seems daunting to me. And I think it seems daunting to a lot of people to think about moving a tree like that, because there there is, you know, it's nature. You, you know, I know the tree has to make it. I know that's your responsibility and everything. But, boy, it just seems daunting and Quite a, a
1: responsibility it is, and we feel the pressure, uh, you know, to some degree on these moves. We like to say that we we've, we've done so many of them, and we kind of go above and beyond in our preparation and our method. We're kind of a mix of heavy construction meets some engineering meets you know uh, you know tree care, you know, afterwards that 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 really makes these things so successful and. We've done it so many times now, we've kind of figured out the formula. Um, you know, we use uh, pipe platforms, you know, to, to, that we drive under these trees. Uh, and it's got to be a steel with the rigidity to, to, uh, to not bend and flex and, and have deflection in there so that we can keep the integrity of that root ball solid. We, we have a method that we patented where we put cross beams across all of those pipes and we chain tension them. Uh, so there's a lot of kind of some heavy, heavy equipment type work that goes on as well. That's not, I would say your standard landscape, uh, uh, contractor could, could necessarily perform. So, um, it, it is a responsibility and, you know, moving these trees, if, if these trees do not survive, we're well over 98%, you know, on every giant tree that we, we move. If they don't survive, that word gets around really quick. You know, that reputation is hard to build up over, over time. As you know, the saying goes, it, it's a, it takes a really long time to build your reputation up and a really short time to tear it down. Uh, we like to, to continue to do the processes and improve those processes every year. You know, we, we're constantly looking at trying to find ways to improve, How we're doing things uh in order to keep that success you know in the end we're a we're a service company right uh because we have a client and an end user and we want these trees to be viewed by the public too and enjoyed by the public but we need a satisfied client in the end and that's kind of what we 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 try to keep that basic tenant you know for our 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 business
0: tell me a little bit about your relationship with Davey, and at what point do they call you in.
1: Right, right. Davey is, uh, they own a small portion of our group. Uh, We purchased their large tree moving division uh, some years ago. Uh, We have a great synergy with Davey. We're kind of like sister company to them. They're a really old established company with a great reputation uh, and they have offices all over the U.S. You know, we kind of cover Couple of offices in East and West and North and, and South and they cover the entire country and, and we do as well. So we have relationships with them. Uh, their sales representatives and their their district managers and those guys uh, kind of know about us and and what we do. So they're pretty well versed and and in, in our capability. And also we like to utilize their capabilities in tree care and pruning. Uh, they're really masters and experts at that. So. Many times we get them involved and partner up on, on these jobs where we're moving a large tree and, and they can do that really important part of, you know, performing the aftercare uh, on the trees. And, and many times they, they've got so many guys out there and they touch, uh, you know, so many different points in the industry that, that they'll, you know, recommend our, our services uh, when they find uh, a, a client might need a large tree relocation or a large tree supply.
0: Is there a way to to like tell a homeowner when not to try and move a tree on your own, when it should go to the professionals? I'm sure you get that question a lot. I get that question a lot, where people are just like, "Well, I want to move this tree," and they send a picture, and I'm like, "Call a pro. You're crazy. You're, you'll never. That tree's way too big." I guess it's, it's a case by case.
1: It's definitely case by case, and we have certain divisions that handle mostly commercial work, but we do uh, also perform residential work. Uh, I would say that a tree, you know, a homeowner that if you have a, a even just a, you know, a two inch caliper tree, needs a chunk of dirt that's going to weigh, you know, a couple of hundred pounds. <laughs> so I think, uh, you know, in order to do that successfully. And it's uh, you know, if you're digging it out of uh, virgin soil, you know, it's a lot heavier than say a thirty gallon pot at a nursery that has a lighter soil medium. Um, you know, I'd like to say that maybe that's the two inch mark is probably where you want to cut it off as a as a homeowner unless you've got, you know, access to some some machinery and uh, a little more know how then, then that's probably and if where you I don't cut get
0: if you don't get that chunk of dirt on the bottom of that tree when you're taking it out, your chances
1: of survival are not very good. They go way down. You're exactly right. Um, you know, a three- or four-inch tree also, sometimes you look at uh, – we never want to cut a tree down, obviously, but we're, we're kind of the, the, the tree preservers, if you will. But uh, there are times where we will advise a, a client that, you know, it would – If cost is not necessarily the issue at times, or it is, then, you know, we may advise them, you know, we we can plant a new tree that's even larger than this for less than it would cost to move this tree. And So there are those instances as well. And it's always, you know, it's a good idea to contact a professional that, that knows what they're doing and can give you that kind of advice.
0: Well, John, before I let you go, you led me right to my next question. Talk about how good it
1: feels to be a tree preserver that's really uh, a big deal for us. I think that, uh, you know, we need more preservation of large trees, especially large trees, uh, you know, and there's a multitude of reasons, of course, for the, you know, becoming a big deal now and is is obviously carbon credits and things like that, and carbon sequestration, uh, that market's still kind of finding its way, but preserving large trees and heritage sized trees, trees that are, you know, 40, 60, 100 years old or more, um, you know, that's I think that's a a really important thing for us to continue to do. Um, And it makes it makes me feel really good. I mean, I've I've been doing it for a long time now, but every job is different. And I really look forward to every big move that we do. And and I think there's a a great deal of satisfaction there and that we can help, you know, the public, we can help uh, people enjoy these large trees uh, for years and s- centuries to come. In some cases, uh, so that's. Uh, I think our company has done a really good job of, of continuing that, and and that's what we want to we want to keep doing.
0: Well, John, I have to tell you that was absolutely fascinating. I-, I-, I could talk for another half hour with you about about moving big trees like that. It is so cool. And what a great thing you're
1: doing. Thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate the opportunity. And uh, I can plug treemover.com. You got it. Thanks again. Thank you.
0: Well, I hope you found that as interesting as I did. I don't know about you, but I'd love to see how one of those big heritage trees has moved. Tune in every Thursday to the Talking Trees podcast from the Davy Tree Expert Company. I am your host, Doug Oster. Do me a big favor, subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode. As always, we'd like to remind you on the Talking Trees Podcast, trees are the answer.